The following presentation is a Barrett Sports Media production. Recognizing the unsung heroes of sports media. I'm stuck in this pit, working for less than slave wages, working on my day off. This is the Producers Podcast with Brady Farkas. I'm the executive producer. Oh, you're the executive producer. And it starts now. What's up, everybody? Another edition of the Barrett Sports Media Producers Podcast today. We're checking in with Tim Cates of AM570 in Los Angeles. He also works at a lot of other places other than AM570. We talk about his responsibilities there working on Dodger baseball, but also with the Petros and Money show. And we get his impressions of the upcoming Barrett Sports Media Summit, which is taking place in his backyard. Enjoy Tim Cates of AM570 and more. Tim, man, as as many people in media have, you are wearing a lot of hats also at AM570 and beyond. So give me the laundry list of responsibilities that you have. Uh, first and foremost, at AM570, I'm the uh, executive producer of the Petros of Money show and oversee that show on a daily basis, uh, an afternoon drive here in Los Angeles. Uh, and then on air, I can put a different hat on and I, I do pre and post game for UCLA football, uh, post game for UCLA basketball. Uh, I do the pregame show for all Dodger games, uh, regular season and post game. I do getaway Dodger talk. Uh, that's just at AM570 LA Sports, as well as filling in as a, a host on the shows at the station. And um, I also work for Compass Media Networks and uh, do their studio host for the Vegas Raiders. I do the pre-half and post-game show, the Las Vegas Raiders, and do the Big Ten tournament for them in basketball, which is coming up, uh, college football, college basketball game of the week. So uh, kind of do multiple things uh, in two different places and then love doing them both. Do you ever sleep? No, as you can see from the, by the bags underneath my eyes, I do not sleep. So with uh, with three kids, uh, three girls that are, are growing up, one's in college, two are in high school, it's uh, it's never ending for uh, for me at home, at work, but I wouldn't have it any other way. So, uh, in fact, just the other day, I had a day off. I had literally had nothing to do. There was no UCLA game. Uh, there was nothing happening as far as work-wise for me. And I really felt like there was a void in my life. I really, Brady, felt like I was the laziest person in America trying to figure out something to do. I just had that itch to always want to be working. Well, talk to me a little bit about the production side of things first at AM570. What's it like producing the Petros and Money show? And what exactly are your responsibilities as part of that show? Yeah, I joined those guys uh, about uh, halfway through their run. And they're, they're about 15 years into their show Um and I joined them after David Vassay helped launch the show back in 2007, I believe. And so when I joined them, they kind of had their their own groove going. And those are two guys that really um, kind of know what they want to do on a daily basis, uh, map out how they want to do things, have structure to their show, which is very important. Uh, I was a part of that when I took over. And since then, when we add things to the show – um, that is that is my responsibility, making sure we have opens and, and different things for bits on the show or, or segments that happen on the show and uh, booking guests and making sure these guys know what's going on, because uh, sometimes they're, they're not you know up to date on what's happening on everything uh, because, you know, they just you know, sometimes don't see things happening. So my my main thing is to make sure every morning um, on a group text or, or emails sent out what's kind of happening, make sure they're aware that uh, the Lakers, you know, lost again, or we're on win watch for the Clippers because they can't win with Russell Westbrook or uh, UCLA, you know, loses Jalen Clark to an injury over the weekend. Just make sure 
Uh, Brady, they they know what's going on, specifically in Los Angeles. They know we open it up to more of the national stories that are happening, but only the big things. We don't dive deep into what the Lions are doing in free agency <laughs> or, you know, for, for that matter, what's happening uh, with Aaron Rodgers. Because that gets, that gets dug into on the national level. You know, Colin Cowherd and Dan Patrick and those guys, they do a great job getting into that stuff. We, we focus it on the local stories. And in, in my local, we even get into the Raiders because there's a huge Raiders fan base here in Southern California. So we start local. I make sure they're on top of what's happening there uh, on a daily basis. We get a guest on or two or three every day to talk about what's relevant uh, in those stories and, and what's happening. So that's sort of my day. Make sure the guys know what's happening, get a guest on for the show and make sure production wise, we're ready to go. If they want to do a, a segment of calls or a segment of text that Petros gives his phone number out and uh, gives, uh, gives that out and people text him with, with comments. So we just, we make sure, um, every on a daily basis, we're ready to go uh, for the four-hour show. When you join a show that has, you know, had a significant run like Petro Simone has, how long does it take you to find your voice in the room, or at what point do you feel comfortable coming up with ideas because you want to show your worth, but you don't want to step on toes? What's that dynamic like? Yeah, th- those guys, to their credit, welcome to me pretty easily, and um, you know, I-, I didn't come in with a list of things that I wanted to to put onto the show because it's their show. Their name is on the show. My name is not on the show. I'm there to make sure uh, what they're doing and what they're creating and producing every day. Um, they're happy with and That's what they want. And ultimately, you know, they're the ones that uh, the ratings come out and their names on that show. So I'm there to assist them, make sure everything is what they want to do, uh, get the best possible guest on to help talk about whatever they're talking about at that particular time or help their story that they're talking about. But for the most part, I came in, those guys welcomed me, and I didn't need to do anything. You know, I, I didn't need to come in and say, we're getting rid of this, we're getting rid of that, I want to do this, I want to do that. It's No, it's like, hey, how, how can I help you guys out? How do you guys do things? All right, if there was a, a way of doing something, maybe I tweaked it a little bit because I thought it'd be easier for all of us to figure out. But um, to David Vasse's credit, he was there to help launch everything. Uh, Matt's a very creative guy. Petros is a, a, a guy who's very creative on a daily basis. And it is always thinking 24 hours about what can do for the show. Uh, I'm constantly getting text messages and emails from him with, you know, music I want to play for a certain story or a certain idea. Or did you, did you see this on, on, on Twitter? You know, uh, you know, uh, the Giants announcer blasted the Diamondbacks recently. He called them a Bush League Major League team for for something they did during spring training. You know, I didn't see that, but he found it. And so now mm-hmm. we're going to get into it later today. So both those guys are always thinking. Both those guys are always hands on every single day. And uh, they, they listen. You know, they, they're receptive, but, you know, to their credit, I, I didn't have to come in with the laundry list ideas. We weren't starting from, from from ground zero, and certainly I was just coming in midstream just to make sure the bike was still going, keep pedaling. You know, I've done nearly 30 of these, and one of the consistent themes that has come up has been kind of the balance between producers who want to be on air but also don't want to be the show. Uh, you have a pretty significant on-air background and a pretty significant on-air skill set. When you're on Petros and Money, is it a battle to know when to when to join, or are you able to say, I got so many other on-air responsibilities, I'm okay not being on-air here? That's a great question because uh, I could chime in all the time, and I listen to shows constantly, whether it's here in L.A., uh, or nationally podcast. I'm always trying to listen and see what other shows are sounding like. Uh, new shows, old shows, are they sounding the same? And, and by doing that, Brady, I, I listen to other shows and I hear sometimes um, if it's a one-man show, a producer chimes in way too much 
or if it's just a two-man show, you know, they they rely on the producer too much. So obviously they're not prepared. The producer did all the work and he's leading the show. And what are these guys even here for mm-hmm. if he's doing all the work on air and off the air? Uh, that's not the case. Uh, I, I think knowing that, I listen to Petros and Monty who are really good at talking and very smart and very educated uh, as far as what they're talking about. I don't have to worry about them not knowing a, a topic or, or not knowing what they're talking about. And I only chime in if I feel like it add to the conversation or if they call on me, you know, they'll, they'll, they'll chime in and say, Hey Kate, so what, what, what was that again? What was this? You know, and, and they'll bounce it off me to, to get that idea. Cause they don't remember or whatever. But with that being said, I, I also don't chime in when I don't need to, if they're talking about something and I have a, I have an opinion on Derek Carr cause I do the Raiders pre half and post. I'm not going to just chime in for the sake of chiming in to get my own personal opinion. Hmm. If they're talking about something and maybe Matt got something wrong and, and, or Petro's, you know, didn't didn't correct him or Petro's got something wrong factually or they were talking about Derek. And I was like, you know what? I could actually add to this conversation. I can actually keep it going because, I, I, you know, I know a little bit more about that topic. I can kind of get some insight. Then I chime in with the guys and it's like, well, you know, guys, when uh, back in week four, this actually happened. And uh, I actually on my pregame, I talked to so and so and that will get them going. And usually it'll springboard the conversation even more. So I don't just chime in for the sake of chiming in because I want to be the third host. I only chime in when, when called upon and really just to make sure these guys are, are furthering the conversation. You know, if they get off on a tangent, I like to sometimes bring it back a little bit uh, just to make sure we get back on course. But, you know, I, I kind of I know the right time Brady to fit in. I know I know that window of, OK, this is where I can chime in. This is where I need to step back, even though I want to chomp at the bit as, as a guy who was on air. I, I want to be part of the conversation. I have to step back and realize it's their show. Let me just help their conversation go forward. Here on the East Coast, we have a perception of what West Coast radio is like, right? We think of it as a little softer, not as angry. What exactly is the tenor of West Coast LA radio? Um, I think the, the fans are as passionate as you Are you calling for everybody to get fired two games into a season like they are here on the East Coast? No, that, no the fans are. The hosts aren't because... I think the host realized, and this is just my, my opinion, I think the host realized if a new Darvin Ham comes in with the Lakers, the Lakers aren't firing him after five games. The Lakers aren't going to fire him after half the season. They get to the all-star break, under 500, AD's been hurt, and you know and LeBron is, is load managing and hurt sometimes. They're not going to fire the guy, even though the fans want him fired. That's unrealistic. So we're not going to sit here and talk about fire Darvin Ham and bring in somebody else or get rid of Rob Palenka it's just not realistic. So uh, the fans may want it. And I think the fans are just equally as passionate. I mean, the Dodger fan base is, is as passionate as any fan base out there. I'll put them up against anybody, but they're also realistic at times. I don't think they're as crazy as East coast fans. Uh, the host though, I, I think the hosts realize, you know, like a situation with Darvin ham, they're not going to fire a guy that early. They're also not going to be as critical. I, I've learned that the host out here, if, if, a Chip Kelly is, you know, not getting it done after four years at UCLA. You're not going to have hosts saying fire chip, fire chip, and uh, a, a huge rally to get rid of Chip Kelly and bring somebody else in. You know, they'll just be upset with them. Maybe they'll call them out on the radio, say things about it. Maybe it's time for a change. Uh, it's just an example, but I, the hosts aren't as rabid and, and getting out there and, and calling for somebody to lose their job. I think that's the biggest difference. But the passion is equal, no doubt about it. I mean, I, I know the fans. Uh, on both coasts are, are passionate about their teams and, and want them to win and are sometimes 
crazy about you know firing people and trading <laughs> players and cutting guys, but you have to live in reality sometimes. The Barrett Sports Media Summit is uh, heading out to L.A. here in the next couple of weeks. Will you be in attendance? I think I might show up because uh, I heard Petros and Money are both involved. And, of course, our boss, the great Don Martin, is involved. So if he's going to be there, um, certainly going to be there as well. But I honestly, I saw the post on social media, and I saw their pictures, and that was the first time I heard about it. They they both didn't tell me they were being a part of it. So um, looking forward to it. I, I, I hear great things about it, and it continues to grow year in and year out. And Don Martin raves about it. So, yeah, I, I think I'll definitely be out there. I went, in, I went to the one in New York a couple of years ago, learned a lot, shook a lot of hands, met a lot of people in high places. So uh, certainly valuable, and your guys are going to be a part of it, and hopefully you will as well. Tim Cates over at AM570 in Los Angeles and several other places on your radio dial. So, Tim, man, we appreciate it. Enjoy the summit if you do get out there, and uh, we'll catch up down the road. Thanks, Brady. Good to see you and good to talk to you. I don't know how Tim Cates ever finds time to sleep. That's a lot of responsibilities that he's got going on. And I, I love it. You know, a good balance there between producing and on air, good ways to find contributions to the Petros and Money show. Good stuff there for young and new producers to take in about how you can add to a show when it's appropriate to talk. And he's going to go see Petros and Money, I think, over at the uh, BSM Summit. Just some of the several great guests that will be making the track out to Los Angeles in just a couple of weeks. So thanks for listening to Tim Cates, and we'll see you next week on the Barrett Sports Media Producers Podcast. You don't want to believe it, but maybe the show is over. Thank you for listening to the Producers Podcast. To enjoy past and future episodes, check out iTunes, Spotify, Amazon, the iHeart app, and BarrettSportsMedia.com. 